So today we are going to look at joy and how we can be joyful in the midst of pain. Welcome to Hope for the Ruri Christian Woman. I'm so glad you're here. Have you struggled with feelings of anxiety, panic, fear, and despair because life is just too hard? Are you tired of feeling like you're desperately trying to claw your way out of a pit of hopelessness? Do you want a relationship with God that is deep, real, and intimate? Something to give you the hope that you need to keep trusting God? Well, take a deep breath. I got you. If you're struggling to trust God because life is so stinking hard, if you feel like there's no hope, no way out, and no point in even praying about it anymore, if you are weary from the struggle and trying to do all the things and just want something to go right in your life, or at least for it not to get worse, this is the podcast for you. I want you to know that as long as God is on the throne, it's not time to throw in the towel. There is hope and rest for your weary heart, even when everything in your life is going wrong. How do I know that? Because I found it. Hey there, I'm Latoya Edwards, and I'm no stranger to hard times. But after walking through decades of hard times, I was so weary in my soul, and I felt like I was trapped in a pit of despair. I was frustrated, angry, and hopeless, and I was tired of waiting on God. I was overwhelmed, burnt out, and spiritually exhausted. Turns out, that's exactly where I needed to be to hear from God. During a season of forced rest, I learned more about my identity in Christ and how I was created to connect with Him. And then I was able to start my journey that led from a soul full of despair to being able to say, it is well with my soul. And I even learned how to enjoy life and dream again despite the difficult circumstances of my life. And guess what? You can too. You can find the strength you need to keep going even when things continue to get worse. The peace you need in your mind to stop being overwhelmed with negative thoughts and emotions. You don't have to stay weary. If that sounds like something you need, you're in the right place. I can't wait to help you find renewed faith, a peaceful mind, and restored hope. Let's get to work. And so we have reached the third theme of Advent season, and it is joy. And I'm going to be really honest with you as I was preparing this teaching and I was asking God, you know, what could I share? What passage could we study and learn from? I, I had a little attitude um, when he gave me the passage for today because it's James, James chapter one. And um, if you've read James chapter one, you probably know where I'm going, but I am going to be really honest. I'm not a huge fan of the book of James. <laughs> I feel like he steps on my toes all of the time. And every time that I am reading or studying the book of James, I, I'm always convicted, um, which is a good thing because we want to... Um, you know, make those changes and, and get more like Jesus, but it is so hard sometimes. Um, and so we're going to look at joy today. Um, um, and it's going to be a continuation of what we talked about when we looked at hope, because joy was a part of what it means to have hope in um, situations. And we're going to just jump right in. So James number one, or James chapter one, verse one, James, a bondservant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, the 12 tribes who are dispersed abroad, greetings. Consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance and let endurance have its perfect result so that you may be made perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. But if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. So this passage is really short, but it packs a mighty, mighty, mighty punch because this section, at least in my Bible, in the New American Standard Bible, the heading is about testing your faith. And so, you know, we think of testing your faith. Joy is not 
the first word that comes to mind when it comes talking about testing. Because we know that the testing of our faith usually comes through trials, suffering, and hard times, right? I don't, it's hard to be glad about those things, but that's exactly what James is encouraging us to do, right? He comes right out of the gate and says, consider it joy, my brethren, my sisters, right? When you encounter various trials. And I'm like, really? Like, James, what is wrong with you? Why would I consider it all joy, right? And joy meaning gladness or calm delights. Like, why am I going to have gratitude or be happy and excited and give praise when hard things come? That sounds a little nuts um, and a little contradictory, which is why it's so good when we actually get a good understanding of what he's talking about here. So James points out uh, three main things here. In these next two verses, right? So consider it all joy when you encounter various trials. And you're like, yeah, what are you talking about? And he actually gives us an answer. He gives us three reasons why we can be joyful, why we can be glad, why we can praise, why we can do all of these things, even when things are hard. And the first is knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance, right? So what does this mean? Testing. So I... um. I actually enjoyed school growing up. I'm one of those odd kids that loved learning. I loved school. I loved being able to read and talk about things and learning new ideas. I still do. I still love learning. Um, But I didn't like tests. I don't think anybody likes the pressure, you know, that a test puts on you. One thing that I've learned over my years um, of walking through hard things is that testing of your faith is, it's such a good thing because faith is like a muscle, The more that we use it, the more stress we put it under, the stronger that it gets. And then we're able to walk with more peace, with more confidence, with more strength through future tests and trials that come. And I think this is the the secret that James knows that he's trying to convey to us in this passage of scripture, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. When we walk through hard things, when we hold on to what we know to be true about the Lord, when we walk through with a good attitude, when we can walk in surrender and humility and all of these things, then it becomes easier the next time to do it again, or it becomes easier to continue to do those things if you're in a season that's really, really long, right? That is what he's talking about here. And then we get to this idea of steadfastness or endurance, right? So it talks about, um, you know, the testing of your faith produces endurance. And here is the crux of this. Endurance and fitness and exercise, right, means that you're able to do the work, the exercise longer, right? You're able to put your body under stress longer. You're able to lift more, walk farther, all of these things. And this is so true about ourselves. But it's also important to remember that it is about us, but not 100% too. Because I think what James is hinting at when he talks about the fact that as we go through more testing, as we test our faith and it gets tested and it gets tested and God tests our faith and we get stronger, that the muscle that we're working on is really connected to God. And we have the ability to trust God more. Okay. I started exercising this year and I'm going to be really honest with you. It, it was really hard because I'm lazy um, and I don't like to, to do like hard stuff like that. I don't like to sweat. I don't want to be out of breath. Um, and so I struggled, but almost a full year in and I am able to do so many things that I did not think would be possible in January when I started this journey. Um, and I, but I had to push myself, right? When 
my arms were like on fire and I thought I couldn't do one more push up. I was able to do one more push up. And like now I can do, you know, 12 and be just fine. And if you can do more than 12, then you just be nice to me because I'm at 12 and I'm happy with that. But this is the idea is that when we go through hard things, we trust God, right? Well, God, I'm going to trust you for this small thing. Okay. And now that I did that, now I can trust you for this thing that's a little bit bigger and something else that's that's bigger and something else that's bigger. And then eventually we're able to trust for these really huge momentous things. And this is so important because when we can trust God more and more, when that muscle becomes stronger and stronger, then that makes all the things that are kind of on us, right? That surrender, you know, not being a control freak, not trying to be perfect, not dealing with shame or disappointment or frustration. All those things become easier as well. And the final piece is that you may become perfect and complete, lacking nothing. So in Psalm 23, right? The Lord is my shepherd. I have everything that I need. And this is the same kind of thing that we think of right here in James, because what he's talking about being made perfect and complete, it's the process of sanctification, which we know um, is necessary to the Christian walk, but it's not always pleasant. And so we look at considering it all joy when you go through hard things. Why? Well, because you're going to be able to have stronger faith. Okay, why is that a good thing? Well, because then you can trust God more and more. Okay, well, then why does that matter? Well, because then you're going to be that much further along in the sanctification process. And sanctification is just a really big word for being made more like Jesus, because that's the whole point, is that in our Christian walk, that our goal is to be less like us and more like Jesus. And so as we are going through these hard times, we are dropping and shedding our old nature right? And becoming more like Jesus. We're becoming more patient, more kind, more loving, right? More giving, more able to walk through hard things with a good attitude. All of this is important. And so if you're like me, like how I used to be, and you think James is like a quack, get your Bible out, spend a little bit more time in these verses, because there's so many good and wonderful nuggets in here. And so I just want to end in prayer really quickly, um, and then we'll go on with our time. Lord, I just want to thank you so much that you made sure to include convicting and challenging passages in the word of God. And I'm sure that you chuckle to yourself when your children, roll our, we roll our eyes and have many temper tantrums about the things in the word, but we know that everything in your word is good for us. It's good for our lives. It's good for our hearts. It's good for our sanctification. And I'm so grateful for James encouraging us to be joyful, to be glad, to rejoice, to offer praise for hard times, because even though they don't feel good, God, they are so fantastic at growing our faith, of growing that muscle, of helping us learn who you are, how to trust you, knowing that you will keep your word so that we can be more like Christ, which is the goal. Our goal for being your followers and your children is to become more like your son, God. And I just am so grateful that you don't waste anything. You don't waste the hard things. You don't waste the uneasy, uncomfortable, unfun things, God, that even in our hurts and our pains and our sufferings, God, that you can use that. You use that to make us better versions of ourselves because we will look more like you. And I just pray that you help each of us to seek to find the joy in whatever circumstance and situation that we're walking through, God, so that we can give you glory and praise because you are good and you are wonderful and we love you. Amen. 
I hope you were blessed and encouraged by today's episode. I pray it inspires you to draw closer to God. If so, would you stop and share this episode with someone that you know that's feeling weary right now? It would also be a huge blessing to me if you could leave a five-star rating and review in your podcast player. This will help women just like you find the show. Thank you so much for joining me today. And remember, sometimes life just plain sucks, but God is always there with you. Rest in that truth and find hope for your weary soul.